0: Let's begin with a time of worship. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Let us be able to worship you and pour out our hearts to you,
1: Lord, whatever way we can right now during worship. Always a hallelujah the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah, louder than the unbelief, I raise a hallelujah, my weapon is a melody. I'll raise a hallelujah, heaven comes to fight for me. Oh, I'm gonna
2: sing in the middle of the storm, louder and louder, you're gonna hear my praises roar, up from the ashes, hope will rise. Is defeated, the king is
1: alive. I raise a Hallelujah with everything inside of me. I raise a Hallelujah. I will watch the darkness flee I will raise a hallelujah In the middle of the mystery I will raise a hallelujah Fear you lost your hold on me
2: presence of my enemies, sing a little louder, louder than the unbelief, sing a little Altyazı
1: I raise a hallelujah
0: Would you join me in a word of prayer thank you jesus for this opportunity to share your words with the youth with the young adults lord thank you father for the freedom you give us and lord thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son jesus to die on the cross for our sins bless these words now it's in your holy name we pray jesus christ amen well i wanted to start off by saying hello to everyone again It's been a while since I've had a chance to share with you, and it is different. I don't see any of your beautiful faces in front of me, but I've been praying for you, and I miss seeing all of you. These are some very difficult times that we're living in, and my heart goes out to all of you, with everything being shut down and nowhere for you to go. No school, and yes, some of you are enjoying that. No youth at church, you're probably enjoying that too because you don't see me. No movie theaters or fast food restaurants to hang out at. And for those of you who know our Wednesdays, going to Fosto's, having burritos and tacos, man, do we miss that. Last week, we read how Saul, he led Israel into battle and he had victory over the Ammonites and how Saul was proclaimed to be king of the nation Israel. Today, we will read about a mighty man of God who hands over the leadership to a young man Saul, who would be the nation's first king. So I'd like to pray one more time with you. Lord Jesus, bless these words, Father. Your Bible teaches us that your word never comes back void, but it cuts to the heart. Lord, may we be encouraged this evening. May our hearts be stirred, Lord. And Father, for those of us who have been walking right with you, Lord, may we continue to put to practice walking in righteousness under your love and guidance. Thank you for tonight, Jesus. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. So we'll be in First Samuel chapter 12. And so we get started here. It says, Now Samuel said to all Israel, Indeed, I have heeded your voice in all that you said to me, and have made a king over you. And now here is the king walking before you, and I am old and gray-headed. And look, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my childhood to this day. Here I am, witness against me before the Lord and before His anointed, whose ox have I taken, or whose donkey have I taken, or whom I have cheated, whom have I oppressed, or from whose hand have I received any bribe with which to blind my eyes. I will restore it to you the fruit of, our, of your ministry, our own legacy, the things that as believers, the things that we do here on earth, people will be quick to judge us. But thank you, Jesus, that you have the final say. So it's so important for us to walk right with you and to be used by you. So here we read about Samuel. And Samuel said, okay, people, I listened to your cries for a king and have given to you your king. Samuel's intent was to show that just as he could be trusted in the past, so his word for the present and the future could also be accepted with confidence. I can't help but see Samuel looking at his own time as the voice of Israel, as this powerful leader of Israel coming to an end, and knowing that the nation wanted a king because of Samuel's age and because of Samuel's two sons, who weren't walking right before God. In First Samuel chapter 8, it talks about their walk and what people saw. And in verse 3, it says, But his sons did not walk in his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain. They took bribes and perverted justice. How painful this must have been for Samuel, who was a godly man and saw his sons make unwise choices. And Samuel probably remembered his upbringing as a youth being dedicated unto the Lord, being raised by Eli, the priest, and how Samuel had such a special relationship with God. Tonight, how's your relationship with God? How are you guys doing in these troubled times? Are these dark times drawing you closer to God? Or maybe you've put your Bible down, and maybe you've closed your eyes spiritually to the things of the Lord, I pray after tonight that you would catch that fire again and you'd put your eyes back on the Lord. Samuel's walk all started as a child. His mother, Elkanah, promised to give him to the Lord if God would bless her with a son. Samuel, being this godly man, probably had painful thoughts about his two sons and how did they become so wicked under his watch. This man of God who heard from God and led the nation spiritually Who had this upbringing since his childhood? How did his boys not follow his own footsteps? Did Samuel forget to correct his sons when they went astray, when they didn't obey? Did Samuel fall asleep on his watch as being a parent? Youth, today, we need to be in prayer for our parents. We need to pray for them because guess what? They're human and they need our prayers. It's awesome when I find a family that prays together, and they bring up the needs of their home. So I pray tonight that even after we're done with this time together, that you might pull your parents aside and say, can we pray? Can we talk? As believers, we know that God loves us because He gives us free will. He allows us to make choices. There comes a time in each believer's life, especially the youth, that we have to own up to our own Christian walk. It's not that our parents have given up on us, that our parents no longer want to take us to church, but the responsibility is now transferred to the youth, to you, and where you have a fire for the Lord, where mom and dad don't have to remind you to get up to go to church, where mom and dad don't have to say, I'll take you to church, but where you're telling mom and dad, hey, are we going to church? I want to get involved at church. I want to be part of the youth group or of church. I want the Lord to use me and to use my gifts to bless others, where our walk becomes our own personal walk. Samuel's sons, they saw dad's walk and how he ministered to others, but his sons made their own choices. They acted like they had a relationship with God. They were called priests. But their lives didn't match up. Question What went wrong in your eyes? What did Samuel do wrong? What did his children do wrong? Why did Samuel's sons not live up to Dad's example? Was there too many distractions in their life? Did they feel that they were getting away with this evil and they wouldn't be held accountable? No, the Bible says that there's nothing hidden from our Lord, that he sees all things. So, getting back to the Bible, looking at verses 4 and 5, And they said, You have not cheated us or oppressed us, nor have you taken anything from any man's hand. Then he said to them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness this day, that you have not found anything in my hand. And they answered, He is witness. We talk about how difficult this was for Samuel to hold this meeting. As their leader and now transferring over the authority to Saul, who really was unproven. Yes, Saul had led them to a glorious victory in his first battle. Now the question was, would Israel see this victory as evidence of God's blessing and give him glory? Or would they see this as just a first-time victory from this young man who showed no fear? Remember, the nation wanted a king just like everyone else. And everyone else's king didn't believe in the true and living God, but believed in the world's way. We read here in verses 4 and 5 how Samuel's coming before the people and saying, look, has my life, has it not shown the love of Christ in my life, the love of God? Have I not been a godly example? Yes, my sons have fallen short. Yes, their walk isn't right. But what about me? Do you still trust me? That's what it's important for this leader, that he hadn't lost the trust of the people. But now the people have chosen to take their eyes off of God, and they wanted a man, they wanted a king to rule and reign over them. And we have to be so careful in our walks that we take our eyes off the world, but we keep them on God. In the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Pastor Rudy, does that mean that I turn down parties? Does that mean that I don't go hang out with ungodly people? No, we're to be shining lights wherever we go. But we're also to have a filter that we know our weaknesses and we know that there's certain times where we need to say no to certain things because it's going to draw us away from you. That we need to stand strong and trust in you that you know exactly what we need and that this world and our enemy is going to want to take us, take our focus away from you. And so we need to be able to spend time with you And get to know you just as Samuel did at a young age. He heard your voice at a young age and he followed after you. We're not to be conformed by this world, but we're to be transformed by how? By the renewing of our minds. And that we would prove to this world that we would show a godly example, God's perfect will in our lives. So Samuel was used by God to judge over the 12 tribes of Israel just like all the other judges. Before him, for nearly 500 years, this is how the Lord governed his nation. But times had changed. Just like this world, times are changing. And we're being told different stories, different ways to get to heaven, different beliefs. But God doesn't change. And so these people, the nation Israel, they wanted a king like everyone else. And so before leaving his office, Samuel had to set the record straight. He bared witness that his hands were clean and the people could find no fault in him. Maybe they had lost some trust in Samuel because they saw his fruit, his boys, and their reputation. They weren't walking right. In fact, they did not have a relationship with God, but yet they were called priest. And it's an eye-opener for us. We need to be able to see godly examples in today's world and to know that they're following after the Lord and that they're praying, they're praying for the lost and they're living examples, that they're shining lights in a world that grows darker and darker. To be able to stand before others and to say, take a look at my life, my personal walk with Jesus. Take a look at my example, look at my legacy and say to others, I have run the race and I've done it to win. I've given it my all. Yes, Samuel's sons didn't make wise choices and lived for self and didn't follow dad's example. I love the Lord again for giving us that choice, that we have a choice to look at a person and say, you know what? They're living right with God. I'm going to follow after them. Or you know what? They're not walking right. I won't follow them. But Samuel's personal walk was good. He loved the Lord. And when did he start his walk? His mom had dedicated his life to the Lord at an early age, and he learned, he learned, and he practiced righteousness. May that word be in our vocabulary as Christians. But how amazing it will be as a believer to be able to stand before others and say with an honest heart, look at my life, my personal walk, my example, my legacy, and to say I have run the race to win. Yes, Samuel's sons didn't make wise choices. Yes, they lived for self and didn't follow dad's example. But Samuel's personal walk was good. It was awesome. It was a great testimony for the saved and for the unsaved. Even with good godly examples, living truth, who are living truth in front of us, we still have to make our own choices. No one can choose this for us. And that's what I love about our Lord. He loves us so much that He gives us the chance to make that choice. No, we're not robots. But He says, choose wisely. Choose wisely. Come follow me. Come read the promises in my word and see if I don't love you. More than what the world offers, because the sway the world offers, it's not going to go with us. It promises all these things that one day will burn. But God's love says, if you follow me, you'll spend eternity with me. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, it says this, Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Don't you love it? God's word, that's what we go to. And what does it do for us? It rightly divides the word of truth. We will hear all kinds of things in this world, Or we can even get confused. But God says, you know what? When you're confused, please come back to the Word. Allow me to guide your hearts. When we look at the things that are happening in today's world, it's easy to get confused. It's easy to listen to what everyone else is doing and forget about what God asks us to do as believers. In difficult times, that we would stand strong with Him and that we would be shining lights, guiding others to the truth using this difficult time to witness and to share the love of Christ. Would you join me in a word of prayer? Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for the way you love us, and Lord, that you're faithful. Lord, you never leave us or forsake us. Dear Jesus, we love you, Father, and Lord, may we have such a special walk with you, a special relationship. Dear Lord, that we would always hear your small voice, just as Samuel did as a youth when you called him, Lord. And Eli never heard the call, but Samuel did. And so, Lord, Father, help us to be sensitive to your word. Help us to walk right with you. And dear Jesus, I look forward to the day when I can meet again with the youth. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us to spend this time. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. It's in your holy name we pray, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey guys, I look forward to seeing you next week. Whoops. I mean, talking with you next week. I love you all. And please pray for your parents and pray for your pastors. We need it. God bless you guys.
2: who provides This is my prayer in the fire In weakness or trial or pain There is a faith proved of more worth than gold So refine me, Lord, through the flame And I will bring praise I will bring No weapon formed against me shall remain. And I will rejoice, I will declare. God is my victory and He is here. This is my prayer in the battle. When triumph is still on its way, I am a conqueror and co with Christ. So firm on his promise, I'll stand. And I will bring praise, I will bring praise. No weapon formed against me shall remain. And I will rejoice, I will deal God is my victory and He is here All of my life, in every season You are still God, I have a reason to sing you are still god i have a reason to sing i have a reason to worship all of my life in every season you are still god i have a reason to sing formed against me shall remain. I will rejoice. I will declare. God is my victory. I will bring praise. I will bring praise. No weapon formed against me shall remain. Favour and providence flow I know I'm filled to be emptied again The seed I received I will sow And I will bring praise I will bring praise No weapon formed against me shall remain And I will rejoice, and I will declare, God is my victory, and he is here. And Lord, I thank you so much for this time of worship that you've given us. Thank you for, Lord, just giving us this opportunity to come before you, Lord, and to um, just give you the praise and the worship that you are worthy of. Lord, I just pray that you would continue to guide us, Lord, continue to walk with us, Lord, and help us to completely keep our eyes on you, Lord. And I just pray that, Lord, that this sound was a sweet sound to your ears, Lord, and that, Lord, again, that we would just keep our eyes focused on you. It's in your name we pray. Amen.